For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil Zane. Uh-huh. Lil Wayne. Sammy Singh took me. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Believe in College Baseball. We are your hosts, Alan Siles and Orlando Razo, here to bring you the best in college baseball action, recapping that and so much more. If you like what you hear, if you're looking for us, you can hear us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and Luminary. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, download our podcast. And rate us. Let us know how you feel about us. And if you think we stink, tell us why on Twitter. Yeah, a little note on that. Um, the only rating so far, the only actual review is from my mom. Yep. So shout out to my mom. I love you. Uh, but we'd like some more reviews on there. We'd like uh, join join Laura in the company of reviewing our show. And all that tells us is that Orlando has a better mother than me because my mom has not left a review. So, Luce, wherever you are, get on it. Okay. Uh, We are fully into the college baseball season. It's just been a beautiful thing to see. Um, We want to talk about some of the series that have gone on this past weekend. Orlando's got some kind of, um, you know, top marks that he wants to talk about when it comes to that. I've kind of more so got the highlights and some of the um, surprising things that happened over the weekend and earlier this week. So we'll round it off like that, and then we'll see how much time is left. And, you know, we got some kind of funny stats that are going around. We'll talk about updates on, you know, our Golden Spikes picks or our former Golden Spikes picks and where we are with that. And we'll go from there. So without further ado, Orlando, what'd you see this weekend? What are you thinking? Who's hot? Who's not? What impressed you? What depressed you? Uh, it was a pretty good weekend. Not a whole lot of depression. Great. Um, so that was, uh, that's always a positive. But a lot of good baseball. A lot mm-hmm. of good baseball. We're starting to ramp up. Obviously, you know, it's still really, really early. Uh, so can't make any judgments yet. But, boy, do our preseason sleepers look really good. They look hot. Long Beach State hosted Wake Forest over the weekend, um, and they handled them. They looked really good. I said it in one of the previous shows where if you have two really good starting pitchers, two dudes on a weekend – you have a really good shot of going to a regional and making some really good noise in that regional Mm -hmm. Um, just because you're going to win a ton of series. And if you win a lot of series, you put yourself in a good position to sweep. You're going to get some sweeps as well, just kind of by playing those games. Um, But man, Long Beach was missing their Friday night starter this weekend. He had a violation of team rules. Uh, We're not going to speculate on that. Right. But you know, the guy's really good, Seminaris. Um, and this guy, Alfredo Ruiz, another lefty, has sort of come out of nowhere. I don't even know if he's given up a run yet uh, in two starts. But he looked really good. And they just did – they out-little-thinged Wake Forest. They just – they pitched. They played defense. Long Beach, their ERA right now is well under two. I think them and UCLA and Vanderbilt have the three best uh, – pitching staffs maybe Arkansas you could throw them in there but they've certainly looked the best on the mound so far uh so that was fun to watch they looked really good um thoughts on that thoughts on Wake Forest Wake Forest could be frauds we don't know too early um 
But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Definitely a great start though for Long Beach. And then they just kicked the shit out of USD yesterday. Right. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just to cap it all off. Uh, we'll get into the other midweeks a little later. Uh, the other winner, big, another big upset was uh, UCF sweeping Auburn. I was literally just looking at that now. That's, that's crazy. They didn't, that's how much respect they have or D one baseball uh, com has for, for UCF because um, I don't, I don't know if UCF was ranked before this. Now UCF is 19, but they only dropped Auburn down to 20. So I think, you know, they, they always got guys on the ground. They probably just saw a really good team out of UCF more so than Auburn just not showing up. Right. And Auburn, like I'll give them credit. Auburn's Friday guy. I came away from that game, just impressed with him, even though UCF won the game. Right. Auburn's Friday guy, Tanner Burns. He was 90 to 94 with a pretty athletic delivery, like pretty repeatable mechanics. He just, he's going to have to come to a point. He's one of those guys where he's going to decide, am I a spin rate four seam guy or am I a sinker baller? That's going to live at the bottom of the zone or the top of the zone. He kind of hovers in between um, where he leaves a a few fastballs over the plate and that's where he got hurt. Um, But he looks good. UCF's another team. They're incredibly physical. Like they're, they're huge. Right. Um, they just get those kids from Florida that are just grow differently. Yeah. I have no clue, but UCF, like a lot of these, I feel mid major teams, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, and I haven't looked at the roster. They just strike me as a team with like a bunch of Juco guys. You oh, know what I mean? That just, have, we like so many chips on so many shoulders and like, like we talked about, you know, or like you were saying the AAC is decent and obviously you know, I've already said a bunch of times that the last season Temple uh, had, you know, for a baseball team was in the AAC. And now, and we didn't, we weren't really sure who was going to come out of there. And again, it's early. My pick was Houston. UConn has had a couple good wins. Clearly, they've cooled off, or they probably would be in this um, top twenty-five as well. But I'm looking, and I only see. Um, oh no, East Carolina, I believe, is AAC too. So. UCF and East Carolina, you know, are coming out, you know, hot for the AAC. We'll see what happens come, um, you know, conference time. But this is definitely a good look for them. Yeah, no, great, great showing from UCF. Uh, the only thing is, is their pitchers use the uh, the old sleeve. Uh, well, you know side, what? It's funny sleeve. you bring that up because I actually on – Monday or Tuesday, I watched a replay of your boys' um, condolences, Miami, uh, against Florida, and they do something. They have it on the belt, and they look down. So they're not much better. It's, a, it's an epidemic at this point. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Because I, I looked and I said, I wonder if Orlando knows that his team does too. Because they do it. I was hoping that you wouldn't find out about that. I mean, I did know. Um, that we could talk, get into that whole series, um, you know, in, in a second, but once, that's yeah. got to stop. Like, once we get a, we need to get a guest on that's like a part of a program that does it. And just literally, you know, not even to, to make fun, just be like, what, what, what is better? Is it, you know, is it harder to steal signs? Are kids, is it quicker? Did, did just not have brains anymore? Can yeah. They, did Instagram, did Instagram and social media fry brain cells? We just need to know because, I, and it's like, what is this? Like, we still don't know. Are you getting it? Is the catcher getting it from the coach? What is the difference? That's basically the bottom line. What is the difference? I think it's just, it, they have the ability to be more detailed. Like three, five, two could mean, um, you know, fastball in, you know, like three, and then they're, and then because of that, you're looking down, so you cannot mess that up. That's my thought. Right. Um, but we should we got to get somebody on because this is a lot of teams now, and you know these sports are so, so like so heavy on trends. So once like Michigan yeah. does it, they went they were second place last year, went to the College World Series, almost won the championship. Now we see. I don't know if Miami did it before last year. I don't know if any of these teams did it. You know, now they just ride the wave. You know? Yeah. I mean, Coach Backich, you're my favorite coach in all of college baseball. I would love to ask you what 
what brought you to saying well, I'm our, you, our pitchers are just going to get the signs in the dugout. Yeah. Right. Right. And you got to also think, and I'm taking it a little deeper here. So bear with me. Let's get deep. Let's get real. Are deep. you putting your, I don't think they would forget between high school and getting drafted, but are you putting, actually you can say both pitchers and catchers at a disadvantage when they get to the minors, because I don't think that's going to make it to pro baseball, you know? And if you go through four years of never receiving signs or whatever the case may be, and you get, you're lucky enough to get drafted or get signed. It's like, wow, I haven't done this in three, four years. Right. And it's like, if we want to get even really, really just real deep, dig in, we want to get, yeah, we want to really get, you know, balls in there um what if it like turns into something even deeper like you know like something instead of the on the wrist it's going to be like all right um we're going to put it in your pants and pretty soon like the the pitcher's like looking like has to look inside his belt or something like that right like oh uh we're gonna hold up someone in the bullpen go look over there and he's gonna tell you Exactly. It's going to turn into, it's going to turn into on the sidelines for football when they have all those stupid pictures on the sidelines and they're holding up the pictures. Meanwhile, uh, some intern coaches doing signs and another coach is doing signs. It's like, this is ridiculous. I just think of the the scene in basketball. Have you ever seen basketball? Yeah. Where they like, they're talking about how sports like got out of fashion and like they're after the, the, uh, some guy in, fucking baseball scores everyone starts celebrating like it's a an nfl celebration exactly exactly it's gonna be like that it's getting right right like i get i get and this is the last thing we'll say like i get the argument that like sure you can't just sit there it does once it gets more complicated because you can't sit there and do first sign second sign because if there's somebody on second base as a as a base runner you are trying to look i get that and of course just missing signs as the pitcher um i get it but if this is the new if this is the new uh the new thing it's it's tough man it's tough it's just like they're looking down every time all right you know it's spitting on george Harmon ruth's seriously seriously you know you know and like we talk about the purists hate it they gotta hate it you know what i mean i'm with the purists on this one i am goose gossage are yeah exactly Brian McCann, all these guys, we're with oh, yeah. you on this one. You know, um, would love to know what Goose Gossage and Brian McCann think of what we talked about last episode with the um, kind of the sarcastic sprinting down the line. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? Well, uh, that was that took a little while. We had a couple no hitters uh, this past weekend. Yep. We had um, Bryce Jarvis from Duke throwing a perfecto. Yep, I did see uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch that game. Um, but for all I know, I mean, you got to be pretty damn nasty. Uh, I think he threw it against Cornell. Yeah, and that was the number one play we always talk about whenever college baseball sh- shows up on um, Sports Center before May. And that was a number, I believe it was the number one play that day. So shout out to college baseball. Shout out to Duke. Although you talked about, Stanford having a terrible stream. Um, I think maybe in our first episode or something like that, Duke's stream was awful. It's the same thing, like you said. And this is like clicking through the ESPN, you know, ESPN will list out all the games that they have. So you think, it's not like I went to the site, the Duke site. It's on, ES, it's on ESPN.com. Watch ESPN, click on it. I'm like, cool, Duke is like big enough. Uh, and they had one camera behind home plate, like up, you know, a couple stories up, and it was brutal. 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 Yeah. And Duke and Stanford are two of the more academically established institutions in right. the world, not just the country, in the world. And they're putting together the a worse live stream than like the school news we have. Yeah. Right. And Duke and both of them. I don't know if Duke is Stanford's out because we'll talk about them later. They're trash. Duke is 14th team in the nation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And regional. That's, and that's what you that's what you're throwing out there. 
Um, all right, what else yeah. did you see? No, a uh, perfect game from Bryce Jarvis. Shout yep. out Bryce Jarvis. Probably, I mean, you're going to remember that for the rest of your life, man. Uh, that's that's awesome. Can't ever take that away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, hopefully you parlay that into a hell of a season. Um, another no-hitter. Ole Miss combined for a no-hitter on Friday against Xavier. They're fucking rolling. They're rolling. They're Kale rolling. Baker, another – I think he had two more home runs on the weekend. Yeah. That guy reminds me of – uh the villain from rookie of the year he looks exactly like him the guy on the mets yeah yeah shouting out rowan gardner's mom right and the way he like would always like turn his hands uh on the bat it's like is that sand like that's not pine tar like what is that i mean that's just pure grip strength yeah i mean he literally yeah so shout out yeah i mean i'm not gonna um obviously implicate Kale Baker, but I mean, it's clear that guy was on roids. Right, right, um, right. He looked like a defensive lineman, and he clearly was angry. Right, um, but but Kale Baker looks exactly like this guy, and it's awesome. Hopefully, he's clean. Yeah, uh, shout out Kale. Shout out Kale. Yeah, looking good so far. Ole Miss continues to just have those clean ass Sunday jerseys. Mm-hmm. We love it. Uh, um, and then I think lastly, uh, talk about Miami UF those are three close ass games. Like the first two going into extras, right. Miami don't get discouraged. All right. It's early in the season. Oh, here we go. Here we home. go. I mean, the odds, uh, the expectations were already extremely high. We're a young team. We're clicking. Well, we'll look, the, com- the commentators were basically saying that similar to what you said about Cal state Fullerton uh, owning Stanford, Miami is just a team like Florida is just a team that Miami just struggles with no matter how much success they have. Couldn't and look, it's a good team to struggle against. They're number one in the nation. They're number right. one. And this is a perfect time to get swept. Right. The second weekend of the year. No one's going to remember this shit. Like, yeah. A few months. Like no one's going to remember that. So way to get out of your system. Miami. Great weekend. Great yeah, get, weekend. Get them out early. That's what I always say. Get them out early. Right. Beat out the demons. Yeah. Um, lastly, Arkansas, Arkansas and Vandy both took care of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give another shout out to my guy, CJ Rodriguez on Vandy. The guy just frames pitches for a living. There you go. Uh, he's a fucking, he's hitting in the two hole now. Uh, and then Arkansas, we talked about it a little on the, the pre-show pre-show meeting, mm-hmm. five minute pre-show meeting. Yes. Um, Arkansas looks like they, to me, they just have the most depth uh, on the mound. They brought in a a lefty who he's a freshman and he was just 93 to 96 on Sunday to close out the series when they're up six, one. So, you know, that's like the, I don't know what eighth pitcher on their depth chart, right? Pitcher on their depth chart. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I can't imagine that they have eight guys better than that, better than him. If that's the case, like Arkansas is just going to be really tough to beat with their pitching depth. Yeah. And they've always been around, you know what I mean? Um, so th- this isn't surprising again, man, this, this is going to be great to see once um, conference gets started. Cause the sec is just a gauntlet, you know? Cool. So, I mean, this year, man, it's, it is every year. Um, but this year, I mean, you're Tennessee Vols who are yeah. the doormat. Right. right. The doormat. You know, um, called them out beginning of the year. You know, when it, like I said, you know, got the orange team that I uh, would have loved to go to. Never really uh, may probably sent multiple emails to the coach. Never worked out. Uh, and that's the thing. I always thought, you know, coming out swaggy out of the junior college, I'm like, well, I've never heard of Tennessee for baseball, so maybe I could play there. I don't know why they're not good, but I think I could play there, right? So them finally starting to figure, again, it's early. They beat up on some bad teams, but they had a really good weekend beating Texas Tech, uh, Houston, and I think they beat Stanford, but I don't know if that's considered a good win anymore. Um but they're undefeated. They're undefeated. They are now D1 baseball has them 24th in the nation. Now, Tennessee is one of those teams or one of those schools 
that I always feel like very similar to my alma mater temple. As soon as they get recognition, they blow it. So I am really excited to see what Tennessee does now that they're ranked, right? And that's what's so funny about SEC. All you have to do is win like three, four games in a row and they'll rank you because that's just how good, like, they're. you know what I mean? Like, there's probably a bunch of undefeated teams that are not sniffing the top 25. Tennessee probably deserves to be there, but like, all you have to do is win like three, three, to, three to five games. Have a good week. Beat a ranked team. You're in the SEC. Get in there. You know, yeah. just get in there. We'll throw you in. Yeah, I always wonder. I mean, you brought up um, an excellent point about there's always a few teams every year that start off like, you know, 6-0, and 8-0, right. whatever. And then the media brings out the knee pads for them. Mm-hmm. And then they just suck the rest of the year. It's like, right. what happened to these guys? Like, they were really good. It's like, well, no, they played Evansville. And then they played, no disrespect to Evansville. Right, but- right. Shout out Evansville. Yeah, but they played these guys. Yeah, so there's always a few teams like that. Hopefully Tennessee is not. Right. They smacked West Carolina, and we talked about this too, um, you know, with the weather. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of these four-game series that I don't recall from back in my day. We played three games no matter what, you know. So I'm not familiar with these four-game series. They seem to be everywhere and it's putting some of these teams like we talked about, like the Michigan States and um, Tennessee, like they beat Western Carolina like three or four times. You know what I mean? But then obviously, like I said, they came back and beat some good teams. So now we'll see. They uh, had a good weekend. You're ranked. So now what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And to the double header point, double headers are the worst part about college baseball so that's what they're doing now they're going friday double header saturday and then still having a game on sunday right and sometimes you usually you'll go unless i don't know who works this out if there's like a jedi type council that kind of decides how many innings they play but they're they play a nine and a seven a lot of the times on saturday which is fine yeah but that, I mean, uh, number one, a seven-inning game is like that flies by when you're right. playing innings all the time. Right. And secondly, I mean, you're getting there for batting practice at 9 a.m. Yeah. And then you're not leaving until what? Like, I mean, if you're playing a night game, you're not leaving until like 11 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because I don't know my stats after – those second games, but I was never like, I was obviously hungry, but I always felt like scarfing a sandwich within the hour and then getting back out there. Like I just didn't feel like I could steal a bag. You know what I mean? Like, right. especially when you haven't eaten. And so then like your stomach shrinks a little bit, then you scarf it down. So you feel like super full. I'm like, they're like, you still got the green light. I'm like, no, I really don't because yeah, I'm shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I'm cool here at first base. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, yeah, a lot of times when it came to the rain, uh, we would do the the doubleheader on Saturday, but we would just get the hell out of there. You know, we wouldn't okay. play on Sunday. So very interesting. Um, feeling older and older every day, but thank you for that. Anything else from the weekend? Oregon State, Mississippi State was a really competitive series. Mississippi State, I would put at in the class. So, so far, the SEC, I think the top, Florida, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, um, and Mississippi State. Like, those are the – you could throw Ole Miss in there. Right. Um, but those are the four teams right now. Mississippi State, they got a, uh, some really good approaches on the offensive side. Gotcha. Uh, they play – I mean, it's not like a typical gorilla ball team. Uh, they're they're putting together really good at-bats. They're, they see a lot of pitches. But Oregon State had them. They had them on Friday. Uh, Oregon State has this little, like, 5'11 dude who I remember seeing as a freshman come out of the pen. But he's, like, 90 to 95. Right. Uh, from the left side. He's starter? Yeah, he's their Friday guy, and he uh-huh. shoved it up their ass. I think he went – like, had 12 Ks in six innings, and then they blew – the bullpen blew the lead. Got it. Um, but that was a really good series. Oregon State got him on Sunday. 
Um, so I think both those teams are good. Oregon State's going to continue to get better in the pack. Yeah, they're kind of – yeah, they're not in the top 25 right now, um, but I'm sure they're going to figure it out. Right. And, I mean, they're well coached. Uh, and then lastly, the last point about the weekend, UCLA – it looks like the class of the Pac-12. Um, like we said, they look really good. Maybe they got to take our advice and lose a couple series just to right. stay in the middle. Don't be that number one national seed because well, we know yeah. what happens. It's funny because right now they're 10. D1 baseball has them 10. So it's yeah. almost like I wonder – if and a D1 baseball writer would never admit this, but I wonder if that's even in the back of their mind. You know what I mean? Like, unless they just destroy the Pac-12, I don't think they got to worry about being the number one overall seed. I think it's, I mean, it's going to be an SEC team. Right, yeah. Just based I mean, on strength alone, right? If you look, the top 14, the top, out of the top 10, we have one, two, three, four, five, top 10, five of them are SEC. Whoever comes out of there who looks good has got to be the number one overall seed. Right. Right. Yeah. You I know, if, if we're thinking about it, right. They're definitely thinking about it. Exactly. Exactly. Unless UCLA just destroys the PAC 12. I think, I don't think they'll have the same pressure on them, which is good for them. Right. Um, Anything else? Stanford. Stanford. We're going to be nice. Yeah. A little nice. One and seven. Um, you hate to see it. You really, you really do. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Bro, their offense is atrocious right now. You got to, Yeah. Yeah, they're young. They're really young, and their old guys have not played well. Like, I mean, Tim Tawa was there as their big returning guy. He hasn't – he has always kind of got off to slow starts. Right. Um, So I'm not really concerned with him, but Mm. safe to say we're concerned with the team. Yeah, and it's different when you have to carry a different load, right? Like when the expectations are different – And when you have young guys, but they're looking to you and you're typically a slow starter, that's, that's not going to gel very well. You know what I mean? Um, You kind of got to try to get them going unless you just have some young studs, which not to say that they don't, but they're not studying it out right now, but it's early really conference is all that matters um, at this point for them. Cause you know, all the, they, they might as well just, if I'm the coach, I'm mixing up everything. Cause why not? And you need to figure this out before you get to conference. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know? that's uh that's a good point. It, it should get to the point where, yeah. All right. Empty the bench. Let's put That's this. what I'm saying. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, I get it. You don't want people to press things like that, but also it's like, it's all about how you word it. It's just like, look, we're not rolling right now. We have to mix it up. Everybody is, you know, it's not, it's, I, th- I think it's, they're safe because, um, you know, you keep in whoever is performing. Um, and, but whoever's not, it's like, look, we got to figure this thing out. You know what I mean? You'll get, you'll get back in there, but we have to come, we have to figure out some type of combination with all the talent that we have at Stanford university. It's going to net us some W's. They lost to Santa Clara. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's – I don't even know if that's a good win for Santa Clara anymore. Like, sure, it kind of is, but they can't beat anybody. Right. No, uh, put a lefty at shortstop. You know, put a I mean, I've been waiting for this my whole life. My right. whole life, you Might know. As well. Might as well be innovative. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they lost to Cal again last night. It's not like Cal world beaters anyway. Um, Cal's got some really good freshmen. Right. But – yeah, man, Stanford. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long year. It's gonna be a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. Uh, still have faith in a lot of those guys, uh, but got to get better. <laughs> you have to, and hopefully they will. Um, okay. So yeah, we talked about Tennessee. 
this past weekend they beat Texas Tech, Houston, um, and Houston, I know they were my sleeper pick out of the AAC. Houston does a great job. They'll play anybody. They want to get to that next level. So if they take some L's, they're usually, I think they had a bad loss like last week, but usually they're losing to teams because, you know, they'll play anybody and you got to respect that. And Tennessee beat Stanford, but again, who has not beat Stanford? Um, here's an interesting one. This is one. This is a headline that we talked about over text, but wanted to talk to you about it in person. So Santa Clara, again, they did the, I'm assuming they did the doubleheader. Uh, they played Georgia four times. Georgia is the number four team in the nation. Right. I meant to say Georgia over Ole Miss in that top, that class of the. Uh, yeah, Georgia is really high Georgia up. Georgia is really fucking good. But yeah, go on. So Santa Clara beats Georgia, um, you know, so they go one and three. You're Santa Clara. You beat the number four team in the nation, but you lost to them three times. How are you feeling after that series? I think it's almost kind of – you lost on Sunday. Anytime you lose on Sunday – that fucking blows because right. it just means it's a quiet bus ride. Right. It's a quiet right. plane ride. You can't really joke around. You can kind of giggle here and there with your teammates. Right. Right. Uh, but that's, that's about it. You're laughing out loud. You're going to get a lashing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would honestly, it's kind of how I'm reacting to the question. Like, yeah, like, well, we got one, but we also, right. it's like, I don't know if any, anyone who has seen that, uh, Alonzo morning meme or gif where he's sitting on the bench. It looks like he's kind of talking to himself and then he just shrugs his shoulders like, eh, great. You know what I mean? It's, like, gif. It, it's literally, that's literally how I would feel if you're Santa Clara because when's the last time they beat a top five team in the nation that they weren't supposed to win a, you got you could say they weren't supposed to win a game. Right. And maybe Santa Clara out of it, even though they lost three times, and I think, did you say that one of them was a walk-off or was that another? Yeah, walk-off yeah. home run. So really, you're in the game twice, right? You're, you're, you're in two of the games. You win one, you beat Stanford. How, like we said, Stanford can't beat anybody. But coming out of the WCC, maybe Santa Clara starts making some noise, maybe. The WCC, one of those teams every year makes a little rut. We're still trying to figure out who. But, yeah. A lot of good candidates this year in WCC, too. Like, we could go on about them um, as well. The top of that of that division, USD, uh, Santa Clara. Yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, Santa Clara, I mean, they've got to be kind of, you know, you're happy you won one, but at the same time, you, you lost three. Like, yeah. It's not like the, you're one and you, your weekend was one and three. Yes. Like, you're not happy about that. Like, if they're playing, obviously, if they're playing anyone other than Georgia, like, if they're playing a top 10 or, like, a top 15 team, it's not like they're like, oh, well, we got one, guys. Like, you know, we can fly home happy now that we we went one and three. So, sure. I, I mean, I think it's kind of the same thing as losing two out of three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, and especially losing on Sunday. Like, mm -hmm. losing on Sunday – now, that's the difference. Like, if they lost three in a row and then won on Sunday, got out of there with with a W, I think it's a whole different story because yeah. you're riding momentum. Mm -hmm. I think either way, the coach is like, look, we just, at least for two of the games, so they can, you know, you know how coaches are. We hung with them. We hung with the, the top five team in the nation all weekend. The WCC ain't ready for us, you know, and it, it'll probably be something that if I'm a coach, I can go back to all season long. You know what I mean? It's like when, oh, yeah. we're, when we're losing to University of San Francisco, you know, or so, some team we, we probably should be beating. No, no, this is back at USF. I know sometimes you guys go on runs too, but you're not Georgia, you know? So it's like, if you can, if you're, you're rolling with Georgia, nobody in the WCC, um, you should feel like you can beat every team in the WCC. That's for sure. Right. The old coach's speech of, hey, you know, we had one bad inning. You take away innings two and three, we beat them. Yeah. Like you, yeah. You, you right. remove a part of history. Yeah, right. If the game ended in the fifth, 
we would have won. Yep, we, we would have won, yeah. Right. So you always got to love those coaches' speeches where if you, you alter history a little bit, uh, you know, we're in this game. Yeah, and, we make a few plays. We get a few hits that we didn't get. We score yeah. more runs. We don't abort the double play ball that should yeah. have ended the inning. We win that game. You know? Um, okay, so another one I had, uh, they weren't ranked. But Clemson was on a run. I think we talked about them maybe beating up on um, a lesser team to start. But kind of going into what we what we wanted to say, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show. But for good teams, it's it's starting to have a trend here. Midweek games are the devil. They are just the devil. Clemson finally loses, and they lose to none other than East Tennessee State. Now, Clemson wasn't ranked. I've already said, if you follow college baseball, you know that long before um, Sunshine came to Clemson and they were good at football before Deshaun Watson, um, they were a baseball school. You know, they are a baseball school. They just haven't really been in the national spotlight the last couple years now. So I was happy to see that they were undefeated regardless of who they beat. They dropped one to East Tennessee State. Uh, that's not a great look, but hopefully, yeah, you know, they're in the AAC, or the ACC, so hopefully um, they can start to get back to where they were, or maybe Dabo is going to have to coach baseball too. Um, and then another one that we talked about, one of your top teams, again, midweek, Mississippi State. This is a great one. They lose to Texas Southern on Tuesday. This is Texas Southern's only win of the season. To number, I've never even heard of them. To number eight in the country, Mississippi State. So, you know, you, all you good teams out there, you're ranked da 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 da. Don't take these midweek midweek games for granted. Now, look, I understand it's not a real, it's not your probably your typical starter, and maybe some guys are getting some reps that don't typically get their, get some reps. But you're not changing the whole lineup. That's like a DH, like a DH, as a DH one spot and whatever other spot has been struggling a little bit, right? Like if the left fielder hasn't been hitting and there's like a kind of a swinging door, that's where you mix. And, and the senior it's his spot, but we're going to let this sophomore get a couple of, you know, swings here because the seniors have been a little cold. So you, sure. It's not your Friday night lineup, but you ain't throwing out scrubs and Basically, there's nobody on the Mississippi State lineup or the, on the Texas Southern lineup that got any looks from Mississippi State. So shout out to Texas Southern. Uh, Mississippi State will be fine. But all you big schools out there, uh, top 25 and anybody, do not take these midweek games for granted. I don't know how much the committee is going to weigh them against you when it's all said and done, but they definitely can't see it as a they're definitely, definitely can't see it as a positive. They're definitely not going to just ignore them. So this, this has been crazy, man. And I saw, um, yeah, I think a couple, an, another big team I saw, but I think they ended up coming back and taking care of it. It might've, it might've been, might've been Miami. I think it was Miami actually. Yeah, they they uh, walk off home run today. Right. Today. Walk off home today. Run earlier today in the rain. Right. So, you know, Keep, keep, keep your head on a swivel because this is when, you know, the same way, you know, Hey, we're not, we're not throwing out a guy that's typically our starter or kind of a, a, our spot starter guy. The other team knows that too. And they're thinking this is a great opportunity for us to sneak a win against a top 10 team and feel really good about ourselves. Um, so yeah, that, those were kind of the headlines I had. The last thing I had was your, um, your boy, your former Golden Spike winner pick, uh, Torkelson, College Baseball Hub, if you don't follow them on Instagram, um, would love to collab if, any, if anybody from College Baseball Hub is, is following the podcast. But they had a crazy stat here. Um, Spencer Torkelson currently has 18 walks. 11 of them are intentional in nine games this season. They play 56 games. So he's on pace for 112 walks. You know how many walks I had senior year, Orlando, and I played probably 45 games 
or maybe more, probably more like 50. You want to know how many walks I had? Less than 10. I had two. Wow. Uh, got, get your hacks off, baby. I got my hacks in. Um, I, I left the, I grounded out because we were playing Richmond. There were scouts in the back because Richmond had a reliever throwing some cheddar, right? 92, 93. So I'm like, well, the scouts aren't here for me, but just like we always see the story, if, you know, if I drop this bomb or a triple or something, maybe I could figure it out. I have a really tough battle with the guy. I think I end up hitting into a fielder's choice, uh, subsequently getting thrown out trying to steal. Um, What do uh, my teammates say to me when I get back to the dugout? They say, hey, Alan, um, you know he was trying to throw around you, right? I didn't know that. So shout out to Torkelson, who has uh, like quadrupled my amount of walks in um, like an eighth of the games. But that's crazy. They have this comparison. Bregman led the MLB with 119 walks in 2019, and that was obviously 162 games. Um, and then they had this weird fun fact or whatever. Um, if he – if Based on this pace, if he played 162 games, he'd be on pace for 324 walks, which would be 92 more than Barry Bonds' 2004 record, which is that it's the whole thing's kind of ridiculous, but it is kind of funny to think about. Um, but I saw his oppo bomb or one of his oppo bombs a couple of days ago, and it's exactly what you said like the demeanor that he has, the game just moves. Like he is just right. Nothing is too fast for him. He's just he's just doing whatever he wants. You know what I mean? It's like a, bat every yeah. Time. It's like a jump. It's like a Kevin Durant jump shot or somebody that you know is way bigger than you know people at the Y or just kind of like yeah. Kevin Durant is to NBA players. When Kevin Durant misses, Kevin Durant misses because he missed. Nobody really affected his shot. That's what I feel like watching Spencer Torkelson. If he gets out. It's rarely because he got beat. It's because mechanically, you know, he swung at a bad pitch. Mechanically, he didn't do something that he typically does. But it's not because he's overmatched ever, you know. Right. right. No, it's, uh, it, it's, it's something to watch, man. He, his demeanor, his, he's just controlling the game at all times. He, always, he knows what he's doing before it happens, right. which is just the tell-all sign of a great player, like, you know, you and it's easy to tell who has a plan and who doesn't. And it's just, yeah, it's it's so visible with him every time. Um, it's I feel bad. I feel bad. I I took away that pick, but it's looking great. He keeps walking. Keeps walking times a game. He's not going to be able to hit any home runs. So. That's right. That's right. And can you imagine how bad it's going to be in conference? Like they're not going to let this guy swing at all. No. No, and, and they're going to give him, you know, slizzies in the dirt. Right. 50%. Yeah. We're, think, we're, talking about in, we're talking about intentional. That's not even to mention unintentional. Right. And I, the thing is, I hope, and, he, you know, he's a young kid, seems like he's very mature. Uh, <clears throat> I hope that it doesn't, like, get him out of his comfort zone to where that actually has an effect on him when he goes – uh, into the professional ranks where right. he starts kind of, you know, jumping out over the, the plate. So he starts right. getting beat inside. Like he just has to keep the same, take your walks, man. Yeah, Take-up. no, I think, I, I don't think, um, I don't think we have to worry about, I wouldn't worry about that. That's the, the coaches and the scouts job to say, look, we know what you can do. We know, you know, it was a tough year for you walking wise, just get back to, to where you were. We don't, there's nothing that we need to see to think anything else. We, we understand like the respect that they gave you. I would think more so it, um, the issues and going back to you changing your pick from, uh, from him, I would think more so it could affect him this season by throwing off his rhythm. You haven't swung a bat in two, you know, you haven't swung the bat all day. Now you're up, you know, um, and, and, and that can, you know, that can be affected if you're only swing and we're getting a little, I don't know how crazy it's going to be, but just based on these stats alone, you haven't swung a bat in two, three at bats, you know, and now you get up and, you know, a situation where they can't walk you. He is good as hell, 
but there is something to be said just about a rhythm. You know what I mean? Like right. three hours since you swung a bat, you know, like, right. No, I a hundred percent agree. It's, uh, it'll be, that, that'll be one of the more interesting things to watch, especially how it affects ASU's team. Right. Like that's going right. to affect other guys in the lineup too, because they're going to want to like be the fucking hero, get all big balls right. and, and try and make something happen. You, you don't, it's more, you got to let the game like come to you when, when teams are doing that, they're giving you a base runner, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that right. means you don't have to change anything. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. Well, I mean, we ran through a lot today. What are you looking forward to? What, what are the highlighted matchups this coming weekend? Well, before we get into the matchup of the weekend, just one thing about midweek games. Okay. Where they're, they matter a lot. Like it's almost, so I took a class in college that I failed and it's because I just didn't turn, do any of the homeworks. Right. And midweek games are like those like tedious homework assignments. It's like, okay, maybe if you miss one, that's fine, but you don't miss the next one. You don't, you don't show up for the next one. You don't show up for the next one. You're not making the postseason. Those are five bad losses in a row mm-hmm. that are on your resume. Right. That good teams need to win those games. You can build your resume through the midweeks. Yeah. So those games are huge and they're weird as fuck too. I mean, there's four people in the stands for a lot of them. Yeah. There's windy, there's windy games. There's like 16 to 11 games. There's 23 to four games. Like they're just all over the place. Mm-hmm. But, and, and these kids, you know, they're 18 to 22 years old. They're not going to be locked in for all of them. Right. But right. dude, they, they build up like they're going to, they, they're going to make or break someone's resume. Yeah. And that is a good point. I mean, we understand, and it's the same, basketball is different because I think college basketball is more like Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they obviously, Saturday is the big day. So they play, they do play during the week too, but they play, their games matter. I, you know, they do weird non-conference, like at the beginning of the year and a little bit throughout the year. But um, even when they're playing on during the week, those games matter. And then when you look at football, they literally only have to worry about one day. But obviously, we understand with, you know, how ridiculous um, the, the sport of football is. You can only play that game uh, with the violence. You can only play that once a week. So baseball is really unique in that, you know, uh, here's some games that are on the schedule. They don't affect your conference, um, but you got to lock in for them. As coaches, we're going to do probably going to do some different things unless we're playing, uh, you know, a really good team or, you know, something like that. Um, and then if you're one of these, if you're at East Tennessee State, you're like, this is our chance to ble- beat Clemson. If you're at Texas Southern, this is our chance to beat Mississippi State because it's not a series. You have one game. Um, and then if you're the other teams, you're like, okay, we got friggin' Texas Southern whatever on Tuesday, but we got you know, we got Vandy this weekend. Let's just get through it. Next thing you know, you're looking in the ninth inning and you're down a run, you're down two runs and you're like, Oh, how did that happen? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, Oh man, we, uh, we just, I thought our performance today was excellent. A one. You, know. you brought the heat. We're both just tossing fire games this weekend long beach state's hosting mississippi state long beach i looked at their schedule mm-hmm. they home until like april which I is funny think. because they're in california yeah i mean it's awesome right great for them that's it's a perfect storm for their season for a bounce back season after they yeah. played last year they went like to Ole miss to florida um so now they got everyone coming here yeah but Long Beach, Mississippi State, that's going to be the, that's the series of the weekend. Got it. Um, and then, I don't know, I haven't even looked at Nebraska this year. Um, yeah, we yeah we, we got off our Big Ten wagon. We need to get back. I think we got off our Big Ten wagon because they got off their own wagon. I don't, I don't, besides Michigan, I'm trying, I'm looking the top 25. I see Michigan. Jeez. That's it. That's it. Wow. 
Big Ten. Big Ten. Pick it up. Huh. Okay. Pick it up. But, Pick yeah, Nebraska-ASU. Uh, I'm going to try and get out to one of those games. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, we'll, we'll see how many times Torkelson walks. Yeah, the walk counter. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think those are the – I'm sure there's a lot of series. I uh, probably should have looked that up more. Uh, but, I mean, Long Beach State, Mississippi State, that's the one that's circled. Gotcha. That's the one uh, I'm going to be paying real hard attention to that. Long Beach State, by the way, fucking awesome live stream. Uh, Good. They, it's great quality. They, I mean, they really they're, – they're going all out. They're making viewers like me comfortable. Um, it's great. It's great. Got Stanford and, and Duke. Let's uh, let's take some notes. Yep. Oh man. All right. Well, I think it's time for the. I think it's time for Twitter names and ad plugs. If you would like to advertise with us, let us know. Believe at believe.com. We would love to scratch your back. You would love to scratch our back. We want to help out a lucky company uh, because we're, we, we, that's just us. You know, that's just us. We want to create some sort of relationship with the company. We just want ads. We want yeah. ads. We're hungry yeah. for ads. We're just good people. We're good people that, you know, want to advertise for you. Exactly. So uh, believe at believe.com if you'd like to advertise with us. Hit us up on Twitter at Orazo. Hit me up at the Styles Files, the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. And uh, you know we we are gonna have an interview. We want to get the we wanted to get the season rolling. Yeah, we're, we're getting the season rolling. Um, we'll don't don't call us. We'll call you. We'll let you know when we get the interviewer. And then we also, now we have our list is growing. We need to, you know, interview the first person or persons on the show. And we also need to get someone uh, from a program that's doing these, these damn numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, don't bother us. We'll figure it out. All right. Yes. We'll, we'll, this is our show. All right? You know, and unless if you're a player, if you're a player, if you're a coach listening in, if you're a scout listening in, hit us up on Twitter. We'll get you on the show. Right. Yeah. So do hit us up. But yes. don't be mean. Just be nice. Right. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, awesome start to the season. I'm looking forward to uh, to what's ahead. I really am. I, I like where, where we're going with this. Great. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, enjoy your weekend and enjoy the games. If you see something that's dope, let us know. Until next time, see ya. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.